of uh, being able to do the kinds of things that could exponentially save the money for your retirement. It's like, yeah, it's not. It's really right here in your life. So, this condo, there it is, you can notice that. Uh, that's the garage behind the condo. The condo in front of it, and that's what is supposed to be where the water is contained on the other side of it. The condo is located on the water. I mean, what a great spot, huh? Except the flood there. And, uh, and, and it, what that means is that my retirement fund is literally underwater with no end in sight. Now, you would think that that was my spring or some other thing, and now that was a few weeks ago. Which means that it is still underwater. And therefore, we cannot do anything about it. We cannot do anything to repair it until the flood water goes away. And it means that um, since now we have invested in that place, it means that a substantial portion of my retirement is there. That means I may never retire. Okay? I'd be 95 years old, still teaching. But, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give you my five bucks later on. Thank you very much. And then, in the spring, we had a vote for the building project. Now, the building project was a good thing. The school was part of the building project, and there was an awful storm feeling about it. And some of that came with the reservation. It's a project that I think many people right now have just been picking down a wall back here. In this past summer, we had three women in their 50s in the congregation who passed away. And uh, these were women that were well known and paid for and really in a deep enough. The third one of the three, by the way, was that one. And the third one, and while all of them were difficult, the third one was even more devastating when Robin Cook passed away because she was so sudden and unexpected. And she was also my wife's friend here in Michigan. And she and her husband John were people that we would go out with socially. Which means that John and his family were left reeling, and other families were left reeling. And then and I were left empty as well. So, and then that's when I hung out with So, let's keep in store here. Okay, and then I have a retirement. Okay. The world may have gotten a whole lot longer. But at least have the time to do In this past summer, after a modeling campaign that led to having the other children's ministry at the end of which is a modeling situation, and it was a situation that I tell you what, I would rather perform oral surgery without anesthetic in my spot than to go through something like that again. It was tough. No sense for anybody involved. And the spot was supposed to have been prior to that kind of event. It was supposed to have been the busiest season of my 25-year-old grandmaster's life. And then, finally, came in the And he said, I know the timing for this is terrible, but 
and the result is that we've completely unrelated to everything going on in the church. Not enough to worry about. But that left a whole lot of significant areas in our ministry, which was youth ministry and leadership of the contemporary worship church. And then we were older, our communication specialist, and many of you may not be aware of the great. You may be aware of the great things, but you may not have been aware of the person behind the great things that you realize that you are a communications here and graphic artists and some great things. But uh, we should be seven to some time with balance and personal things and work. And finally decided that it was a match. He said, I'm really so good with that. And I'm fine But uh, it's kind of hard and uh, so all these things, then, you know, we're going to find a home someplace. So I was glad to take them and not just find people to fill those roles, but also to provide the services to you so that, you know, like those honors and joy and things are uncorrected. But uh, at that point, uh, uh, it was a lot of extremely long weeks where I saw my wife. The twins thought that I'd moved out of town. But at least I had my house. And so I didn't. And a few weeks ago, I was left to the emergency room at some place across the country. Where they're still not sure exactly what happened, but what they think happened was that a small blood clot hit my. Internals and messed them all up. And in a bygone age, that would have led to a terrible and painful death. Or thankfully, I don't live in it because I'm old. And even then, I thought, well, at least, at least we're still doing this. And there couldn't be any more than that. And then, too, I in my life. Um, well, there's a worship arts director, and we went in on Monday to uh, say that uh, he had been uh, you know, working so many hours between the job here and working with his family's business that uh, he just needed to resign. So uh, he resigned. And uh, I got to respect that after all the hours that I've been working with you out and understand where he's coming from. But uh, his last day, then, November 30th, just recently. Which means that going into the busiest month out of the year for this position, we're going to get my this new newest position. And that's a thing. But hey, don't misunderstand me, okay? With all these things coming in around here, this really is a great place to work. And it really is. You know, the staff here still got the last, they got the camaraderie, we still have the same purpose, the same mission. You know, I've probably had a collaborative. Leadership style that really invests in the success of the staff members, all of that, and, and we are so spoiled because people normally never leave. Okay? But not this year. Tomorrow, a long time Thanksgiving. Why do you do this Thanksgiving? It's been a long time What do you do? Is it a like this? Is this my Thanksgiving? No, difficult. Come on, Mr. 
for me. <laughs> I'm desperate for some things. I'm desperate for that. Because when a guy gets a person, that first time has really broken. The Apostle Paul knew this. He was one who went through all kinds of trials and times of life. Uh, he had been beaten, he was thrown, he was imprisoned, he was shipwrecked, he was rejected, he was just a spark for his life. And then he says these words in 1 Thessalonians 5. He says, He dwells in all of us. So he continues, Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks in all circumstances? Even when the God beat the person? All circumstances, especially when the dog gets the See, the Thanksgiving does this. I'm not just talking about Thanksgiving tonight. I'm talking about giving thanks than this. It restores things into the proper order. Because when the dog gets the person, it's very easy to focus on the dog. Very easy to focus on those kinds of things. You can miss the good things in life, to miss the blessings. That are very easy to run the dogs are running out the back door with a person in their job. Now, I realize this in three specific ways. First, I realize it in my life now. That was a time, maybe it was times like this in the last night. It seems to me that maybe I would take the gift of my life for granted. But why not? I try not to bring the stress of things home with me. I try not to do that. But between me being super focused and trying to you know, keep things together here and to solve problems here and to fill up positions and to, and to do things that we need to do to be able to move this conversation forward, there wasn't much time for our relationship. Here at all, we kept our sense of humor. And then there's more gifts in your mind than ever. So when the dogs eat the person, I'm thankful for that. And when the dogs eat the person, I'm thankful for this too. One of those poems that, uh, that came profoundly home to me was after the last procession. And uh, there was a woman who had cancer. And it was a not a good diagnosis. So we gathered around her to pray. And we gathered around her mom who was very good because her mom had done some stuff too. Now the people that gathered around her were many. It wasn't just a handful. There were many people gathered around her. And these people didn't know her for the most part. Very few people didn't even know her or her mother. So we gathered around her because we knew a God who was a God of power and might, a God of healing and love, a God who is there even when the God is the person, and prayed for this woman. In the midst of this prayer, as it was, as I'm listening to these people in this congregation pray, I'm thinking, thank God for this congregation. With these people of faith, and then in the midst of all of these things, that not just affected me, but it affected you too. And so, and I went and fast forward and changed and everything else. We didn't have volunteers like that. It's been incredible. It's been inspiring to see people step up 
and, and still souls that need to be saved until we can find that new sad person to be able to take that. It's been amazing. And God has provided. God has provided. You know, it's a, the point is we don't want you to turn in that here, but turn over here is taken on, for example, the children's church program and turn in there at 11 times. And he's done with that. And this is one example. We've got uh, three people in the congregation who can play organ who are going to be playing organ on a rotational basis. And I said, I'm not sure we're looking for an and, and the list would go on. I said, so many people. It's absolutely incredible. We have um, a family that's going to get positional hired as a new youth director. We've got Dan Murphy hired to uh, lead the Olympic class service. Dan is providing for years. So when the dad hits the turkey, I'm going to for years. And, and then the third thing is, is that when, uh, last week, when all health seemed to be broken loose, I realized that I needed to get away from this building, and, and I, I, I was living in the Camara, from the corner in Camara, so I could actually find some solitude and way of things, so that all of you who would show up last week and then you would show up and actually there would be a feeling to be true, okay? Wouldn't you just know, like, hey, wouldn't that music great? I feel like going home. That's it. No. No, but instead there would be a feeling. So I went down to Camara. Had a sense of feeling that would be solitude. And I go, Looking at some stuff, I looked up and see a few tables away. Who would be sitting there? But Ian Flanagan. Ian Flanagan. Now, I was, not everybody here is going to know Ian, okay? But Ian is, he's a college student now. So when he was a boy, he was just a normal, you know, playful uh, kid who wound up with a terrible disease that. And uh, the end of the morning, real so bad, you know, to the point, And at 11 o'clock, Curtis is going to see Ian and his mom and dad back here in the back row, And uh, so Ian, anyway, was, was sitting here at his table, and uh, his mom, Lisa, was off on two bowls of oatmeal to, to eat. And I'm looking at them, Mom, where do you put that stuff? You bring this stuff down. So I went over and pulled up the chair and sat down and talked to him. So much for solitude, you know? So I had a different thing. And the cool thing about me, you know, if you have ever had a chance to talk to Ian, is his attitude. And Ian has been through so much in life. Been through so much. And he still goes through so much. And he hits more of Panera between therapy appointments. And that's why he said that he was so hungry and he could eat two bowls of oatmeal. And it's not going to be in this day, it's just an amazing attitude. You never realize, I mean, if you were talking to Ian on the phone, you would never know that he went through the kind of feelings of Jesus that he did. But the first thing is his faith. When you talk to Ian, and Ian, this guy has got faith. Tell you what, Ian Flanagan is not here. And I tell him, Ian, you are not here. And he's telling me about how his grade is going to be in college. And, uh, how uh, when he was in high school, God performed a miracle. That he was horrible at math. And he said, God, help me to be good at math. And he said, I, I was like overnight, all of a sudden I was really great at math. 
And he gives God the glory. He gives God the honor for this thing. God has performed this miracle. Now I, I can do that really great. And I'm doing great in power. And then he gives God the glory. So, And the God's institution is considered a kitchen floor and you can try and you can push the bed. So you can talk about the eating for the bed. Because you know that it's the loving God you serve and He is the Jewish one. It's a matter of fact. Even things demonstrate that you know who is in control. It's not the You can put the dogs and the turkey on the front of your life and be ruled by your circumstances. You can do that. Or you can put God there. You don't need to know that continue to see your mirror tomorrow and God keeps the God in this world. And the way you do that is just ask for the God. And thanks for the God. And thanks for the blessing that you are ever in. And come on in just a few minutes. The concept of things that that is, is uh, all of us all at once. It means even the shy people get to do that, okay? All of us all at once. Shout out so that the gates of heaven get rattled with the things that you are thankful for, okay? So why do you watch the text video? Before we get into that concept of things that can happen, why watch the video? And you want to think about it. Today I lift my eyes to the heavens and count my blessings. I think of all my knees that were next to me. The clothes on my back. A place to lie down tonight. Nothing miraculous or earth shattering. Just a small thing to help keep me going day after day. Thank you, I have food on my table. Help to get me through the day. Good memories I've shared. All the beauty that makes life special. Thank you, God. I'm blessed by what I can see and touch. That I can feel in the moment. But Lord, you transcend feeling and moment. You sacrificed your life so I could see beyond what's under my feet and over my head. Thank you, God. That kind of love is my heart free. When seasons will peace decide to come out. Even when I can't see or touch a blessing, I know I can close my eyes and say, Thank you, God. I've, I've lost a lot this year. Things I worked hard for. Dreams. I was so regretful. People. I never wanted to say goodbye. I walked a hard path and style. And pain and despair. But I never walked it alone. Even now, I can say thank you, God. Because no matter what is set before me, dark valleys or green pastures, goodness and mercy will follow me 
all the days of my life. And when this life is over, I'll dwell with you in your house forever. So I just want to stop and tell you, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you.